You're listening to Ears Have Eyes on CJSW 90.9 FM, broadcasting from Treaty 7 territory in southern Alberta, home to the Blackfoot Confederacy, the Tsitina First Nation, the Stony Dakota, and Métis Nation of Alberta Region 3. You can also hear us on Golden Co-op Radio on the traditional territory of the Tanaha people. As regular listeners will know, each month we organize our program around a specific theme, and sound artists from near and far submit their work to the program. This month we're exploring mouth sounds, verbal, vocal, voiced, voracious, as epitomized perfectly by the composition you just heard, Cake Hole. Cake Hole was created specifically for Ears Have Eyes by Chicago-based experimental radio artist, writer, composer, and self-professed enigmatographer, Ernestus Jiminy Chald. As described by the artist, Kekol is composed entirely of sounds made by the human mouth, painstakingly manipulated and transmogrified to envelop the listener in a maximalistic, sonic tapestry of oral splendor that elevates meaningless, mundane sounds produced by the mouth into something epic and mesmerizing. As human beings, mouth sounds are our main phonic interface for communicating through language. Whether navigating foreign tongues, deconstructing syntax, amplifying verboten radio vocalizations or remixing words, we hope you'll join us for the next hour of Auditory Adventures. We're your hosts, Wayne Garrett and Caitlin Brown. This month's program features the vocalizations of many of our CJSW radio colleagues, including the host of Monday morning's program, Vocal Chords. Stay tuned for more. Before we get too far, we want to thank the folks who contributed to CJSW's annual funding drive. CJSW is a volunteer-run radio station, and we rely on a complex mix of university funding, grants, advertising, and listener support to keep our station on the FM dial. Thank you to Kasim, Paula, Kelly, Jeremy, and Matea for donating to CJSW on behalf of Years of Eyes. And thank you to the many artists who donate their time and sound artworks each month to our program. You can learn more about all the sound artists on our show by visiting our website, hibernationproject.ca and finding the tab Ears Have Eyes. The next piece on our program comes from Vasiliki Lagaki, a Greek composer working in contexts ranging from symphony orchestra, chamber music, solo and acoustic music, to sound installations. Her piece, Auditory Hallucination, was created specifically for Ears Have Eyes. In the artist's words, in between reality and imagination, existence and fantasy, The piece examines the female voice as the basic implement for creating multi-level and multi-focus acoustic atmospheres. It presents linear and dotted sounds, vowels and consonants, as well as breaths that all mingle in a journey of transformations and shiftings. This is Auditory Hallucination by Vasiliki Lagaki.
What's interesting is when you feel a sense of almost exchange, that the person speaking through the radio is giving you space to form your own thoughts and your own questions. I think the radio is something that I haven't appreciated as much as I am that I than I should. I use the radio to tell what time it is. I love listening to lectures. It's a great way to hear new people and new music and really um, get to know the radio hosts. The person speaking through the radio speaking is giving you space to form your own thoughts giving and your you own space questions. to feel a sense of almost exchange that the person speaking through the radio is giving you space to feel a sense of almost exchange. That the person speaking the through the radio is giving you space in which to decompress and be introverted. That the person speaking through the radio speaking through the radio is giving you space to feel like be introverted. They're simply making an offering to you, but you almost feel like you're in the hall listening along with them. For me, that's a voice from my mouth. So there is no. Um, pretty good. Sound that's resonant. English or expressive. Kind of a mess. Natural. Not the worst. Not just trying to broadcast. Available as a podcast. The phone is sitting back. Human voice. Laughter here in the house. The volume's okay. The volume. The volume. The volume. The volume.
isso ou tipo, meu pai, tipo, quem estava. The radio is an interesting thing. I remember I used to stay up until 11 p.m., which, you know, at the time I was not very old. Um, and listen to rebroadcasts of radio shows from the 1940s and 50s that used to came, come on at that time um, for two hours and could hear old commercial breaks from way back then. And um, it was a really neat thing to stay up late and listen to the radio. I love to turn the lights down very, very low to almost It's, nothing. Uh, And listen to the radio. It's a totally different thing from kind of other experiences. Somehow you feel like they're simply making um, an offer. I listen to a lot to of audiobooks, whether which it's kind of like knowledge, um, perspective, podcasts every once in a while, or just beautiful um, sound. Yeah, that's that's what I know about the radio. That's what I've noticed. The piece you just heard comes from Malika Jehan the host of Vocal Chords, every Monday morning on CGSW from 5.30 to 7 a.m. Malika is a sound artist and sound designer specializing in electroacoustic music, radio arts, multimedia installations, and vocal arts. Her piece, Voice Station One, is a fixed-media radio piece composed solely of recorded human voices. It evokes the casual act of radio dialing by presenting a wide range of vocal gestures and textures that loosely resemble the sounds associated with radio broadcasting. Each station catalogs distinct timbres of disembodied radio voices, transformed and extended beyond syntax. Milika and others were involved in a sound art workshop we hosted at the National Campus and Community Radio Conference in June. The conference took place at Calgary's downtown public library. We began the one-hour workshop by asking participants to break into teams and choose a book from the shelves. When they returned from their hunt, the first participant was invited to read a paragraph from that book into the microphone. Unbeknownst to them, every subsequent team member would have to recite that paragraph from memory. Our hope for this memory exercise was to disarm our participants and capture verboten mouth sounds. Ums, uhs, giggles, tied tongues, mic pops, sounds that would not typically make for good radio. Ironically, we radically underestimated the vocal professionalism of a room full of radio people. Nonetheless, we selected the most unusual phonic aberrations with the group and edited these sound bites into the piece you'll hear next. This is Mouth Sounds, edited by Wayne Garrett and conceived in collaboration with community radio broadcasters from across Canada. Thank you to everyone involved, especially Tyra, Kamal, and the NCRA. It is hard to understand now how shocking the wearing of camouflage by non-military people was in the 1960s, suggests Sonnet Sandfill, curator of contemporary fashion at London's Victoria B. Albert Museum. Uh, you know, it's hard to When people were losing their lives on the battlefield, the wearing, camouflage wearing camouflage seemed kind of disrespectful, which made it all the more powerful. But such clothing does not have the like resonance that it had then. It was, Although some uh, people do, to you wear can't wear camouflage now as a form of protest very to the same impact. effect now. Uh, because of the state of society. <laughs> the shroud must be using psychic connections, said the doctor. Stretching out with mental tentacles. Ooh, that is good. Mental tentacles. Remind me to say that again. Tentacles. Remind me to stretch out until they touch upon another mind, then they use that person's memories to form a familiar face. 
My guess is uh, each shroud starts out as a random now, face within a pattern, but so remind me to say that again. 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 If then once a connection is made, they scatter your mind. Remind me to say that again. Remind me to say that again. Remind me to say that again. I just remember that. Memories of that person. Tentacles. For me, the elsewhere is going beyond matter and me going elsewhere is and I was hoping I wanted to take my audience elsewhere. I am told somewhere somewhere else. At the end of the performance, my audience and I think they have something from the performance, either stones or shells. As preparations begin for the Students' Council's play, Tokyo and Yui Preparations for the Student Council Tokyo starts to wonder just how close she can get before she crosses the line. Meanwhile, as Sakya witnesses the relationship grow, her jealousy reaches their favorite shoujo drama. You, Meanwhile, in Tokyo, and members of their high school, she starts to doubt whether she's doing her views on how this blooming relationship is going, and she's wondering if she'll ever find love again. Boom. There are many snack foods, but the one true great and good snack food is the almighty nacho. Uh, our explicit aim nachos. is to persuade and educate uh, the nacho non-believers through 40 believers with crunchy, over 40 recipes of delicious cheese-laden nachos. We know we'll have your vote. Second, Sozi knew how to recharge itself. Its charging station had an infrared beacon that Sozi could detect. Sozi monitored its battery level, and if it was low and it happened to pass by and noticed the beacon, it would give up cleaning and head straight for the recharging station. This is a little like Walter's tortoises that we described in Chapter 2, but did not Sozi's opportunist did not completely guarantee that it would never get stranded somewhere in the house with run-down batteries. Behind these figures lie some of the most controversial and downright disgraceful moments in World Cup history. They include the South Africa versus Denmark tie in 1998, which resulted uh, in seven yellow and three uh, red cards. This account of plus the three of, yellows in one match collected by Joseph Sukunic results for in Croatia against Australia in 2006. Denmark, if you thought that was bad, South Africa, let's not forget the Argentina, final itself, which saw Argentina, two Argentinians sent off in 1990, uh, and Zinedine Zidane seeing red after a confrontation with Marco Materazzi in 2006. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> 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 
Spread half the tortilla chips over the base of the four heat-proof dishes or plates, or a large baking tray or baking dish suitable for serving. Top with about half the cheddar and half the brie, then repeat the layers with the remaining tortilla chips, cheddar, and brie.
You just heard Nivea by composer Joao Pedro Oliveira, the current holder of the Corwin Endowed Chair in Composition for the University of California at Santa Barbara. Nivea is an Old Testament word, meaning prophetess. A prophetess conveys one or more divine messages, often in the form of inspired songs. And many times her words are cryptic, requiring interpretation or even translation. You're listening to Ears Have Eyes on CJSW 90.9 FM and Golden Co-op Radio. The theme of today's program is mouth sounds. Next on our show, you'll hear a one-minute composition called Speech Chain by Greek sculptor and sound artist Magda Lombropoulou. In this piece, we listen to various words in Greek, which gradually transform into other words by removing a letter or syllable each time they are repeated. The artist aimed to empathically convey the confusion experienced by hearing impaired people. After speech chain, we'll listen to La Plage était un vaste village dont il était l'idiot, a composition from Matt Ward, an Australian musician, researcher, and artist with a particular interest in the history of noise. La Plage était un vaste village dont il était l'idiot is the first piece in a small suite of sound works exploring how recorded human speech can be used as building blocks for contemporary composition. During travel to non-English-speaking places, the artist was unable to understand local conversations. He began focusing on the implied meaning as expressed through inflection, tone, rhythm, timbre, and dynamics, like listening to instruments and environmental sound or noise. Observation of these elements eventually morphed into an appreciation for the pure sound of speech divorced from communication. To create the composition, the artist used a variety of software effects to manipulate the words of Saibian reading the works of Pierre Charaf, talking about Francis Bacon painting on the beach. The resulting music is profoundly abstracted, completely severed from the meaning of language. But first, this is Speech Chain by Magda Lambropoulou. 
άσος, 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 άσος,
of Identity, a piece created specifically for our show by Anime Noctis, a Euro-American duo comprised of Silvia Marcantoni Tadai and Massimo Simelli. The artists have shared a multimedia practice since 2019 and are currently working on a new concept album based on H.P. Lovecraft's Kadath cycle. Loss of Identity draws in a quotation from Through the Gates of the Silver Key by Lovecraft, performed by a Google Translator voice, two human voices, and four hands on the piano. We're coming to the end of today's program. You can read more about our artists or submit your own sound art, experimental music, spoken word or noise by visiting hibernationproject.ca. Our next theme is rapid ear movement. Songs for sleeping, sounds for dreaming. We're ending our program with two compositions. First up, Echolalia by New York-based Singaporean multimedia artist Hilda Daniel. 
Echo Lolia is a chorus of lullabies, beautiful and broken, representing the psychic violence of genocide. As songs to soothe and prayers for safety, lullabies are intimate evocations of what's lost in the ravages of violence. Echolalia is a term describing the sounds babies make to mimic those they've heard. The artist asked friends to send recordings of themselves singing the songs they'd sung to their babies. The singers included a counselor for Holocaust survivors, a Japanese-American whose family was interned in U.S. camps during the war, and the artist's sister, whose relationship with the Holocaust comes from their parents' experience of Japanese concentration camps for Jews in Singapore. A sonic monument made in commemoration of the anniversary of Kristallnacht, echoes are used to represent a multitude of voices, serial killing and war, and the aftermath of violence resonating through generations. Finally, we'll end our program on a more playful note. Musician Thomas Ellison sent us the only non-human mouth sounds on today's program. Interaction with a cat is the artist's attempt to express the feline energy of grace, play, independence, and affection. The composition mixes a cat voice with a human voice in an improvisation across species. But first, Echo Lelia by Hilda Daniel. The shepherd's son drives his white flocks from the sky. Now the flowers rest on their mother's breast, hushed by her low lullaby. Now the glowworms Thank you. 
The next piece on our program comes from French sound artist Inge Trapt. Wood Wild Web reflects on sociolog... Wood Wild Web reflects... <laughs> it doesn't sound like a wascally <laughs> Yeah, it's a little weird. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, you've given me the sillies now. <laughs> I noticed as soon as I say it. Here we go. Wood Wild Web reflects on... So- if <laughs> you, you went and did it. Okay. Let's get it out. Have a good laugh. Wood Wild. <laughs> We're going to have to come back to this one or something. Because if you're going to keep cracking up, we can't do it. <laughs> that pressure makes it funnier. Let me just try it. Hold your breath. <laughs> Some good mouth sounds in here. Yeah, this is the one. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, oh no, we're still recording. (laughs) 